Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Bloom. I'm so glad that you are choosing to spend some time with me today, and I hope that you are blessed by this episode and in some way and that it encourages you to go out and plant seeds of opportunity in other people because that is what this is all about. So we will go ahead and get started. And I do want to say thank you to those of you that have reached out in person via text on Instagram and shared little bits of wisdom about what you're gaining from these episodes. It has really meant the world to me and it's it truly made my heart smile. So I just want to say thank you. Okay, so we've all gotten that phone call that you've got company coming over, your house is a wreck. What's the first thing you're going to do? Me, I clean my house like a mad woman. I am picking up all the main areas. I'm running the vacuum cleaner. I'm making sure everything looks picked up and tidy. And it is an all-out last-ditch effort just until the very last minute until the guests arrive. I'm stressed. I'm wound up. I'm picking stuff up. My kids are dragging stuff out. And a lot of times I can't even relax and enjoy the company that I have. So we're going to talk today. (laughs) It's already making me stressed out just thinking about it. We're going to talk a little bit today about creating order in our homes, in our minds, and how that can really create that peace. I know we've talked about peace on a previous episode, but really creating that order and having that opportunity so that you can connect and form connections when you do have company or when you are working on something in your mind that you can connect and you can really hone in on what's right in front of you. So I know I'm not the only one. We all have that one junk drawer or that one closet that you can't open because if you open it, everything in it's going to fall out on top of you. It's packed to the brim, but we all have one, two, or three areas of chaos and disarray. You know, if I've got company coming over, I'm going to tell them, don't go in my bedroom. I'm going to pray that they don't ask to go, oh, I want to see your new bedding that you got, whatever that might be. Don't go in my bedroom. Don't go in my bathroom because that's usually where I hide all the piles that need to be put away that I didn't have time to get to before you got here. For me, it is those two areas and probably more so my bathroom. My countertop is cluttered with all my facial products, all my makeup. You know, I've got piles of clothes where I change out of my work clothes and I go straight into my mom clothes. Then I'm looking for something the next day. I need that one top that I'm trying to find. And, you know, I'm sifting through mountains of clothes to try and find it. You know, is it on the bench? Is it in the dirty clothes basket? Is it put away? I drive myself crazy spending 10 to 15 minutes in the mornings just trying to find one thing that I'm looking for. And then I get to the point where I just say, forget it. You know, I'm moving on. My whole mood is shot because I can't find what I had in my mind to wear. And ladies, you know what that's like. If you've got something on your mind, you're thinking about it as you're in the shower. And I'm, I'm going to put this on. It's going to be nice today. This is what I want to wear. And you can't find it. Nothing else is going to look right after that. Nothing's going to fit you the way that this outfit does. So you're done. You know, when you go to a hotel and everything is just simple, white, clean, it's put away. I always wish that my bathroom countertop looked like that. You know, I always wish that the bed was nice and tidy and tucked nicely neat, the corners folded. You know, everything is just so simple. And I think, why can't I have my house look this way? Why does it always have to be in disarray? You know, why can't I just put my clothes away? Why can't I 
put my facial cleansers away in the drawer and then get it out when I need it? Why do I have to create this environment of excess that impacts my whole morning in such a negative way? Or maybe it's my afternoon or my evening, whatever it is, it's impacting me. We have got to start realizing that the space around us is affecting us, both internal and external spaces all day throughout the whole day. And this analogy of my bathroom, I'm going to apply this to our lives because I think that there's, there is a connection. There is a correlation between those on the outside. And I'm using myself, for example, on the outside, the main areas of our life appear tidy and put together, but on the inside at the root of who we really are, it might be messy, you know, messier than what we let others see. You know, sometimes it's thrown together. It's out of order. It's full of excess in a world that tells us more is better. I can't tell you how many times, and you can raise your hand if you've been here too, that I have bought something twice because I didn't realize they already have it because I can't see it from all the other junk that's in the way. You know, I'm creating this. I'm doing this to myself. I'm making a choice to not have it together. This is something that I'm working on. It's not something that I'm perfect at by any means. It's something that I have to constantly tell myself, I need this order. I need this piece. I need this environment to be to be put together. And I'm working towards creating an environment where I can cultivate harmony, cultivate peace and order rather than settling for chaos as the norm, because that's what everybody else tells us. That's what social media is saying. That's what your conversations sound like throughout the day. You know, it is acceptable to live in disorder. I've talked about busy before and how, you know, I've really tried to remove that word from my vocabulary. I think another word I need to try and remove is, is just the word crazy because we, and again, speaking for myself, I get so caught up in, it's crazy around here. It's just so wild. It's crazy. It's this, it's that I'm labeling my life and I don't want my life to be crazy. I want it to be in order. I do want it to have purpose. I do want it to be put together. So I'm getting rid of crazy along with busy. Those two are going. When we were getting ready to move, I had several sweet friends reach out and offer to help us box things and pack up our house or bring more wine, whatever that might be. And I would always politely reply and say, we've got plenty of time. We're in no rush. I appreciate the offer. But deep down, what I really didn't want is for somebody to see my mess. You know, I didn't want them to see the dirt on my floors. I didn't want them to see last night's yogurt still stuck on the countertop and who knows what was hiding under my couch. You know, I didn't want them to see the messy because I wanted people to think that I had it all put together. Thankfully, I had some pretty persistent friends and family who said that they were just going to show up and said, put me to work. And um, if you don't let us help, we're going to sit out outside on your front porch and pray for you while you pack. And every time you walk by this door, you're going to pass us and eventually you're going to let us in. So I gave in. I let them help me because that's what they wanted to do. And I'm not superwoman. I can't do it all. No matter how much I think I can, most of the time we're taught by doing it all, you know, the stronger and more capable we are. And that's just not true. You know, our strength is not equated to how many balls we can juggle in the air at one time. It's not defined by how many loads of laundry I can fold or how many emails I can send in an hour. If you have people in your life that are offering to help you in some way, shape or form, let them because those people are your tribe. 
They want to be there for you in a way that you've been there for them and they want to return that favor. So you feel like it might be a little bit of an invasion, but they want to help you because you've given something to them and they want to give back to you. So you don't have to carry the whole weight of the world on your shoulders. You don't have to do it all by yourself. Let others help you. But I had to let go of that. You know, I decided to let them in. And you know what? It was actually pretty fun. You know, I was able to clean out and it felt really, really good. It was a fresh start. It was really liberating to purge and let somebody else help me do that. We were going through my closet and I remember thinking, you know what? I don't wear this. They were a good voice of reason for me to say, get rid of it, donate it, think about somebody else that can use this. So it ended up being great in the process. And I'm very thankful for those that did show up and um, helped me in some way, you know, during this move. So thank you. If you've dropped off boxes, if you helped pack, if you helped move, thank you. It really did, did mean a lot. And I appreciate you not judging me and helping me get my space in order. So we've got to start realizing how the space around us is affecting us, both that external space and that internal space, such as our thoughts and how these two are directly connected. Order is such a beautiful thing, and it does. It requires discipline. It requires commitment. We've talked a lot about choices on previous episodes, and we're going to talk a lot about choices in the future. Everything comes down to a choice. If you want to create a space of beautiful, if you want to create a space of routine to where you're not stressed, then you've got to have that order. And I remember once we had cleaned everything out and even, you know, moving into the new house, thinking about how did I want to set this space up so that it was inviting and that it was a place of peace and calm that I could sit and enjoy my company and a place where I could really connect. And when I started to think through some of those things, I really started to identify that I don't need all this stuff. I don't need all this stuff that I've crammed into my life. And we have gotten so accustomed to overstuffing our lives in so many different facets that we don't even realize. It's almost kind of like we're drowning ourselves. We don't even realize that we can't pedal to the top, catch a breath of fresh air. I'm finding that I really don't need all of this stuff in my life and in my head and that less really is more. Last year we heard, and and even now still, um, but we heard a lot of conversation about the word essential, essential workers, essential items, essential errands, you know, those things that we need the most, the things that are absolutely necessary for us to get by. We don't have to overstep our lives the way society tells us. You know, what are those things that are essential to you that you do need to get by? What are those things that you can leave behind and not take with you? or minimize and get rid of and create a better space, a better environment in your mind and and around you. Uh, Before I hop off, I want to leave you with this. The essentials in life are few. The challenge is keeping a multitude of non-essentials from taking their place. So what are those non-essentials in your life that you can clear away, put away, get rid of, donate, pass on, whatever, What are those things that you can clear out of your headspace and your physical space to make room for less, to make room for order, to make room for that peace? Make a list, write it down. You know, what are the areas of your life that are causing you stress and that are chaotic and that are not serving you? Write it down, 
put a plan of action together on how you can make adjustments and how you can start to minimize and get rid of and clean some of that out so that you can be in a better headspace and heart space. And start small. You don't have to tackle everything all at once. You can take small steps of action to see big results. And a lot of times those areas, you know, like my bathroom, those are the areas that we're spending the most time in. You know, I spend a lot of time in my bedroom and bathroom getting ready, sleeping, you know, that area where I'm starting my day and I'm ending my day is a place of chaos and it's a place of disorder. So start with the place that that causes you the most stress or the most unsettling emotions. Start there, start small, and then start to list out what are those things that I can remove? What are those things that I can take away and create space for a better environment, a better way of cultivating growth in myself and in others. And same thing goes in your mind. What are those things in your head that are holding you back? What are those things that occupy too much of your time that don't allow time for other things that can help you grow? All right, we're on this bloom journey together because I'm working on myself. I hope you're working on yourself too. And we're going to see big things because of it. So Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.